Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums and worse, how their rewards flat out expire. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Now that we've talked about all that, let's get to Titus and Tate. You know, the stuff we're here to talk about. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the Kansas Jayhawks. You remember the Kansas Jayhawks? Yes. Tate, the, uh, the the national champions. It's college basketball is defending national, or are they? Or are they? Should they give that Should to the North Carolina Tar Heels? You remember, maybe folks. My maybe... 2013 champions, Michigan, in my book. Oh, okay, yeah, because yeah, Louisville. That's how I okay. do it, folks. Historically, you might, you might remember when Kansas won the national title. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were uh, some people, uh, certainly not us, but there were some people out there that were like. Uh, I don't want to rain on the parade, but this program is facing five level one violations yes. uh, mm-hmm. directly tied to the FBI case. Uh, the former Yahoo boys were up yeah, in arms. Yeah, this yes. is this is a little weird that we're exalting mm-hmm. Kansas at a time when uh, there's, the there's a cloud IARP around the program. that is so vaunted and respected is investigating. Right. Him. Yeah. But I got bad news for the haters, for the Yahoo boys, uh, all the haters out there that were hoping Kansas would have to take down the banner. It is not happening because no. Bill Self has stepped up. Uh, fallen on the sword and dare I say self-imposed self-imposed mm-hmm. a ban this this was the news this week that Bill Self uh, was not recruiting in June and July <laughs> because of the the cloud hanging over the Kansas program so it was a self-imposed punishment I think if you're the NCAA if you're the IARP if you're the AARP even I think they might be mm-hmm. investigating this at yes. this point how um, old is Bill Self I, I think you have to uh, I think you have to look at this and say that is more than enough punishment your hands are clean. Let's it's move done. On. Let's it's move done. on. <laughs> the time has passed. It's been five years. Uh, no, in all, in all seriousness, Bill Self did. Uh, Kansas apparently was not recruiting. That's the, that's the big news in college basketball. Is Kansas did a self-imposed play on words, uh, pun intended. Um, and everyone was asking this at Peach Jam man. because they kept saying, where are the national champions? Right. So there was a kind of a rumor mill going around, like there must be something going on. So now we have official we word. We have official They're, word. Self-imposed. That Kansas is trying to circumvent level five <laughs> or the five level one <laughs> violations by Bill Self taking a two-month vacation. <laughs> yeah. He should have gone to the Gigi Jackson announcement. I think that would have been great. Like he doesn't go to anything else, but he just shows up at the announcement. He's got next like, to Greg Gard. Yeah, he's just got a cigar in his mouth that he's smoking, and everyone's been trying to tell him to put it out, and he just like won't yeah. put it out. And, and then, then he does the he, Cam, start, he does he, the Cam Newton like yeah. shakes his head and walks out like okay. Uh, speaking of Peach Jam, Peach Jam has has come and gone. Uh, if you missed it, don't worry. So did we. Uh, we're gonna. We're going to give you an update on what you missed in, in the world of Peach Jam. Uh, mm. Tate's going to go through his new updated recruiting rankings. Yeah. Uh, maybe he'll pull out his crystal balls. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll take a look at like where some of these guys are going. I saw a number three guy is down to K- uh, Kentucky and Tennessee. Um, he's he's announcing tonight on CBS. I forget the dude's name. I, I'll, I'll know it after he commits tonight. And we yeah, talk about it on the next I'm going to wait until yeah. he commits, and then or, I'm going to know it. Yeah, and he's going to commit to Kentucky, and we'll talk about it on the next show and be like, what does this yes. mean for Kentucky? And then you're going to say, I think they might be back. <laughs> <laughs> and the cycle continues. Uh, we, we, we might touch on a little Peach Jam stuff. Gigi Jackson, as Tate said, is officially reclassifying, is officially a Gamecock. Uh, there is mm. that. Also, the old media versus new media debate rages on, Tate. We have Jerry West... Fighting with J.J. Redick 
Uh, Finally, Jerry West has joined the uh, the the contingent of plumbers that that you and I are on. You're you're on Team Plumber, right? Yeah, I'm a plumber. I'm a plumber as well. Yes. Um, Jerry West has joined our side, fighting against JJ Redick. We have uh, <laughs> in the battle of old versus new media. We have Draymond Green versus himself, <laughs> where he's I've just talking himself in circles about comparing himself, saying you should never compare eras. That's what the new media big does. Time, Meanwhile, uh, yeah. yes, we would beat the Jordan Bulls. Big time OJ if I did it energy from Draymond with his like, I don't compare eras, but if I did. <laughs> here's my here's my here's thoughts. how I see it. Uh, and then we have our colleague at Fox, uh, Nick Wright, just debating the entire universe, putting Michael Jordan at number three on his rankings, giving us uh, a little. Uh, Do you see this? I uh yeah, the, giving us a little fodder in this yeah. late July when we're in a down when this period was of happening, content. And, uh, he reached out to to some people that uh, were close to Michael Jordan, asking them their thoughts on Shut Nick up. Wright uh, ranking him number three, um, and uh, never never reached back out on this <laughs> side. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Also, Kevin Durant might be going to Boston if you step in a time machine <laughs> and go back a month ago. Um, so maybe we'll talk about that because every other show is, even though it's definitely not happening. Yes. And that was like a month ago's news but whatever We're who here. cares it's the celtics uh all that coming up at first woody durham he takes the time out technical foul. Technical foul. Technical foul. all right let's start with uh bill self right Kansas. Yeah. That is the, uh, the, That's the, the big news. The big news in college basketball, which, you know, for being completely honest with ourselves, if this happens, uh, you know, two months from now, I don't think I care whatsoever, but we are. It is it is a bit of a content drought out there mm -hmm. um, in terms of college basketball news. So this qualifies as news because uh, I think the reason I care about it is less about what actually happened and more about the reminder that Kansas is facing five level one violations. Yeah. Because I, I, I did forget about that. I completely forgot. So like... Who didn't? I saw the news that Bill Self wasn't recruiting anymore and no part of me was like, oh damn, that's going to really throw Kansas off on the recruiting cycle. Uh-oh. Are they going to miss out on some guys now? Are the defending national champions at a time when recruiting five stars, like it's debatable whether you should even waste your time trying to recruit people yeah. at this point. Just get just hit up the transfer market. No, hit know? up the best players. Hit up the best players mm -hmm. mid-game. Yeah. At halftime. College basketball has gone back in time to say, you know what we like? Production. Yeah. I don't like potential. Right. The NBA is a game of potential. So Bill Self taking, again, a two-month vacation where he's just like going to the beach and, and getting his tan on and just yes. throwing back. I see that gut Coors in my lights. head right now. Yeah. Sunglasses on, throwing back some beers. Yeah, He's having that, a good time. That's all this man is doing. Like that doesn't register to me as as important news as like news that's going to send ripples throughout college basketball because John Shire's hitting the recruiting trail in a way that Bill Self is not. Mm -hmm. uh, the only reason I cared about this is because I was like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot Kansas is. Yeah, in case you missed it. Uh, <laughs> Remember when we did that podcast where the FBI had a flowchart and they five were like, years ago? Yeah, it was five yeah, years ago. Five yeah. years ago, they said, We know your game plan. And right. basically, it's a wrap. We're going to get the bad guys in college basketball, <laughs> aka the bad guys, B A G guys. In Literally college five basketball. years ago, 2017 was when that happened. And now we still have Kansas, still outstanding, Arizona, still mm -hmm. outstanding, different head coach. So mm -hmm. we, we, they have moved and changed <laughs> total regimes. Right. LSU. Still waiting. Different head coach. Different head coach, different regime. Yep. But Bill Self is the one man standing <laughs> that also has to answer for things that happened back in 2017. So that that is the other part of this that's fascinating about Kansas is that they kind of just held steady. You know what? When this came out, everyone's like, well, Kansas, Adidas. We've seen what happened to Rick Pitino. Mm -hmm. 
the it's the hammer's got to come over here and bill self said snoop dog that's the yeah snoop dog come here come dance and get this out get this out of the way remember the video uh bill self made going through the record store with chains on yes like thumbing through yes final records i mean it was the ultimate like do something yeah i dare you and then and then he won a national championship (laughs) with one of the worst teams he's had at kansas (laughs) that's why he was laughing nobody weirdly as i think about it i winning the national title actually helps like like and the and the one and the ones I know I know that we've taken away the Louisville banner but that was more just like for the memes I think I, I really do think yeah. the NCAA looked at the whole situation at Louisville and was like it would be pretty fucking funny if we took away their their title right well they looked and at the tattoo yeah they, yeah, saw, they saw the tattoo on and, Patino's back and they, and they were, were like, like this is gonna be good they were like this is great content yes this, this, yeah, this, yeah, the, we the classic, this content <laughs> the classic Darren Ravel I feel bad for Louisville fans but this is tremendous content that's why Louisville had their banner taken away that's it that's the yeah. only reason. Um, I, I don't necessarily think re- sequels are never as fun. I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think Kansas is going to have that happen. Um, so I, I actually think that Kansas winning the title, uh, on the one hand, it gives them more to lose. Like now, if, if, if to be clear, this is not going to happen. I'm just doing a, a thought exercise here. If there's a world where they say makes Kansas take down this year's banner, um, on the one hand, it's like, well, shit, we have more to lose now. It would upset Kansas fans more than if they said, say they had to like, put an asterisk next year to like, I don't know, an elite eight appearance or something, you know? So there's more to lose. But on the other hand, I don't think they're going to do that because they won the title. Like they're they're not going to to do a sequel, Tate. They're not going to do a a repeat of what they've already done because it's not good. Like that's not funny content. No. What's funny content is Bill Self saying like, I'm going to tap my chest. That's my bad. We did. We, you know what? Billy Preston, Sylvia DeSosa, uh, we were talking to Zion that we did we did do that. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. So that, was I'm gonna, that was us. That was us. But I'm my gonna go bad. on vacation. Yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll call it even, right? That's funny. That's mm-hmm. funny to me. And I think the NCAA should uh, just drop the whole deal. I think I think Kansas should be fine now. And the good thing for Kansas is that they're kind of in the middle of a transition period with the NCAA enforcement, right? They're trying to figure out what NCAA enforcement looks like, right? And during this trial and error period of figuring out what this independent review process looks like. I think that Kansas and these guys, it's been so long that you're almost like, ah, whatever. Just go ahead. Just keep going. Just do what you're doing. No big deal. And Kansas has never admitted any sort of fault or guilt. And in fact, when they sent sent their letter back, they were like, all of this is false and it's littered with lies and we will fight it (laughs) to the death. And and that is, I think, if you're the NCAA, now you have to present and prosecute Kansas and bring up all that's these too, much it's too, like, much that's too much effort. It's too much money. It's too much effort. Like, and they would that. rather just make money off Kansas winning basketball games They're at also, the end of the day. The enforcement branch of the NCAA is also going on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> they're they, at the same they resort. They're checking in at the anymore. same time with Bill Self. And they're just like, <laughs> they might not exist anymore. And there's probably a guy named Jeff D'Angelo that's like putting in his resume and is like, I'll take over that branch. I can handle that. That's what I do. Um, but otherwise, if you're Kansas, this is more just bad PR. And at the end of the day, what does the NCAA investigation really do? It just creates a cloud over your program that hurts some of your right. recruiting. That is the biggest, harshest thing that really happens with these NCAA investigations. But they won a national championship, so it's like... Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. you know. And MJ Rice, five stars coming in coming from in. North Carolina. Think, he didn't care. I really do think in 2020... You're, you're absolutely right that that has been the case forever. I think now... There's no such thing as an NCAA cloud. I really yeah. don't. I really don't think 
That's what I mean. They're in the transition they, they period exist. of the enforcement yeah. in the NCAA, which the, it's the, over. The new enforcement is that there's no enforcement. There's no enforcement. Welcome to the wild, wild And everybody West. knows that. And I keep <laughs> saying this, and, and you think I'm doing this to like get under your skin, maybe. Uh, I swear I'm not. North Carolina taught everybody that. Yeah. North Carolina really did lay out the we blueprint of like- We did the first like, time, but we did the yeah, second time. Yeah, the second time. time the we first like, time we opened up all the books and then we realized, oh, these guys are Do not inept. cooperate. And, yeah. and the rule, rule number one of the NCAA is prove it. Yes. I put it on you to prove. And the NCAA says, well, that would be a lot of work for us. That is the lesson we learned over and over and over again. We just learned it with Oklahoma State. Mm -hmm. uh, they cooperated. They got hit for it. Don't don't cooperate. Never yeah. cooperate. Never talk to a cop. Deny, ever. deny, deny. deny. deny, deny. <laughs> as soon as you admit any inkling of guilt, it yeah. opens up the floodgates. Yes, yes. So Bill Self in Kansas has said from the start, this is all false. This is all a lie. They do something like this to say, we'll give you a little bit of, hey, we're complying. And they have the ultimate cop out, which is the NCAA has told them, if you talk about it publicly, <clears throat> then we have more violations that we're going to throw your way. Mm -hmm. So the Kansas can always go, sorry, can't talk about it. Even though it's been five years. And I think I think the other thing North Carolina taught me, at least, uh, and when I when when some program out there has the balls to uh, step up and, and give me a job and um, I'm, I'm running the ship like I should be, Tate. I, I learned this lesson from North Carolina, uh, which is drag it out as long as possible. Because on the one hand, you said it, it, it hurts recruiting. I think what it actually helps is that there's the you can then make the case that the punishment should not be handed down to these kids that had nothing to do with it. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Because so like, even Kansas winning the national title this year, like if you if I if if I came on this show today and was like very seriously arguing that that Kansas's national championship in 2022 should be in jeopardy, every Kansas fan on earth would would say that's unfair to the kids that had nothing to do with this. Ochai Baji had nothing to do with mm -hmm. Billy Preston and 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 Silvio De Sosa and you know why should Christian Brown suffer for? And it's a great point. And then I go home and I look in the mirror and I'm like, why would I take this national championship away from these kids? It's about the kids, Tate. It's about mm -hmm. the student athletes. <clears throat> why why would I do that? So if if you don't if you don't kick the can down the road, then maybe the punishment comes when you still have guys on the roster who are like involved in that era of your program. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so kick the can down the road. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen to any of this. It's all funny. And, and nothing's going to happen and, and in Bill, Zion. This is why Bill's nothing's going to happen. You know what I mean? And I think that's the other, the funniest part about this situation is that when you look into like, there were a few people that when this report came up, they're like, Kurt Townsend. Oh, that's the guy that was that's talking the Zion about Zion. Guy. That's that's the Zion, Zion guy. guy. <laughs> you know, he's back. And it's like, yes, this stupid case that has started five years ago. Five it's years the same ago. case. And we get little crumbs of details along the way. But at the end of the day, it's obvious what happened here. We all know the game. But the same people that were going to call it out and say it's wrong, like a Jay Billis, for example, he's wearing an Under Armour shirt because <laughs> yeah. he's also part of the game. It's a large, it's a large, large brand play for everybody. Adidas is playing the same game as Nike, playing the same game as Under Armour. They played the same game as Converse that was playing it back in the day. I mean, we all know what's happening it really here. We understand what's happening at the pool, but everyone's running around like, I, what, what's going on It's here? really like the exact same <laughs> shit that goes on in the political sphere of just like, we got him now. Yeah. And, and, and like every every political side of everything is whoever him is or, yes. or her. Or, got you know, him. Got, got the Oh, group. shit. Yeah. This changes everything. Yes. Prison? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. But then on the other side, it's like changes nothing. Changes nothing. And in fact, this yeah, actually the, helps, yeah. helps our case. <laughs> That's yeah. That's how this whole show launched. Like uh -huh. I, I like to pretend that we would have been successful. Um, you know, uh, uh, the, the, none. The, we, we like we, our our show when we started it, 
the big thing that like helped us blow up was we were just like cackling at the FBI shit. Like that was, I mean, we would have, you know, let's be honest, like, look at us. We're, we're, we're handsome dudes that, uh, you know, know what we're talking about here and everyone comes to the show mm-hmm. for our picks. Yeah. Um, new and, media. And, uh, yeah. We're new media. They love our, <laughs> our bracket picks and our takes. We got the freshest takes out yeah. there. And we don't compare eras. But at the same time, you know, if you're an outsider and you're like, the only reason those guys ever had any success is because they were at the right right place, right time when the FBI stuff. And and I wouldn't deny that because, mm. uh, man, that was such good content when, when in 2017. And it is hilarious five years later that nothing came of any of this. And nothing's going to come of any of this. And it's going to continue. Like I said, that that is the playbook is that Kansas is going to deny forever. Uh, the NCAA is going to run out of steam. The NCAA is going to dish out a, a punishment. Kansas is going to appeal it and say, fuck you. That's, yeah. that's too much. And, and the NCAA is going to be like, taking away one scholarship for one year is too much. And they're like, yes, that's too much. And then they're, they're going to hang their head and, and drop their tail between their legs and say, we're sorry, and walk away and nothing will happen. And that's it. And what's, that's what's crazy that's what's going to happen. And, and this, this is all legal jargon because at the end of the day, the NCAA and Kansas have agreed on one thing. That is true. This is true. This happened. At least $100,000 was given to the families of three men's basketball players. Mm-hmm. Kansas and the NCAA agree that that happened. Yeah. So, okay, that happened. But the only thing they're arguing is who is responsible for yeah, it. But where did that money come from? <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 like, it happened, and they both agree that it happened. It and whole... we all know that it happened. And it's just funny that, like, we're ar- it's not that we're arguing that it didn't happen. We're arguing who is responsible <laughs> for why it happened. And everyone is pointing at and each other. And everyone's pointing at Jeff D'Angelo. in on the same. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff D'Angelo. doesn't even exist. Yeah. Uh, the Wasn't the whole point of, like, guys going to prison? Like, Gasnola and, mm-hmm. and Merle Code yeah. and, and uh, Book Richardson and, like, all these dudes that, like, wasn't the whole idea that they defrauded the universities? Wasn't that the basis yes. of why they... Yes. I, it was preposterous. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying, like, I'm trying that, to understand the, the legal, legal decision. That's the legal conversation. So, so argument the legal world has decided that these guys, uh, that the universities were actually the victims. Yes. Even though they're so benefiting now, from the 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 play yeah. of these players that are obviously getting paid. So there's a legal precedent that Kansas was actually a victim by getting five stars. Yes. <laughs> and then in the NCAA court, they are obviously the defendant. So in in one court, in the real court, they are the victim. In the NCAA court, they are defended, which goes to show you that we are living in an absolute insane world, which is why the NCAA has to change their whole enforcement, yeah. which is why Bill Self is sipping a pina colada and yeah. he is thinking to himself, Daggum it, we did it. <laughs> peach champ? No. Nah. <laughs> nah, I don't need no peach champ. I'm going to stay right here at this beach. I'm more like beach jam for me. <laughs> hey, Kurt, you hear that? <laughs> Kurt, you hear that? I said, I said beach jam. He's like, hold on, Bill. He's got his, he's got his headphones. Like, What'd you say? He's like, so what I said? <laughs> yeah, he's talking to the number one. He's talking to Cooper Flag. <laughs> yeah. He's on the phone with Cooper Flag. Uh, should we talk about peach jam? The answer is no, but... Uh, for for the, in the interest of uh, of of filling in our listeners, is there what what's that like? I, I'll put it this way because I mm. know you you weren't following Peach Jam at all. Um, I wasn't either. Uh, but what what trickled its way into your purview? Because mm-hmm. I find that fascinating. Of like you're you're just living your life. You're hitting up the golf course on the weekend, Tate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then somehow like some information leaks out from Peach Jam and comes into your purview. Did, it, did that happen? Yeah. There are a few it, things that did for me. Yeah. My, okay. I mean, number one on my list, which is comedy, because we've talked about on the show that I don't think he has any offers from anyone in college. But this weekend at the club, someone came up to me and said, so where's Bronny James going to college? 
And then I'm thinking to myself, that's the club. This is what someone said to me. So where's Bronny James going to college? And I think that the one of the reports I saw coming out of Peace Jam is that it is known amongst you know coaches and the the people in the know that Bronny is not going to go to college. That that is the big headline mm-hmm. that I saw. So mm-hmm. I've been dropping that on people. You know, but how can Bronny he, is not going to go? He's to not going to go to college. But also, how can he uh, use these colleges for his own personal gain mm. right now? Because you don't want to you don't want to out come out and say I'm not going to college. So if you if you kind of tease, it, it, you, you got to lay enough breadcrumbs yeah. in enough direction. So that way, uh, when he does go, quote unquote, straight to the NBA, which is actually like a two-way contract. Mm-hmm. On the Lakers. <laughs> On the Lakers. Yes. Um, and then ends up in the G League. And then whatever happens with his career from there, who knows. But uh, then you can say, I would have gone to seven different schools. Yes. But Ohio you, State. Yeah, Ohio Duke, State. Akron. Akron. Akron for UCLA, sure. UCLA. Yeah. USC. Yeah. Stanford. Uh, Bronny James puts out a statement that says, "I if I would have gone to college, I would have definitely stayed home." And then everyone's like, "Where's home?" Where's home? <laughs> yeah, and then Miami's claiming yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, yeah. "They're like, you already know." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's crazy about Bronny is that I think that he is smart enough to know and understand this system. The system works where you know this kid gets an offer from Duke or Carolina or Kentucky or whatever, and then all these other people are like, oh, he's top guy, da, 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 and then they yeah. all fawn over him. And He's not going to get any of those offers. Other right. than the Calipari, you know, whatever offer that was, it says he got a Kentucky offer. I'm not sure it's there. So Bronny is saying, I'm not into you before you can say you're not into me. He's getting oh, ahead okay. of it, which yeah, I think yeah. is very smart. This is good, this is good brand play. If Bronny, if, if Bronny James just came out and said that all these schools were offering him, does any school have the balls to say no? To publicly refute that? Carolina would. Carolina would for think? sure. I think Michael Jordan would write that press release. Yeah, we never offered him. Yeah, 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 we, we yeah, yeah simply yeah. did not have. And Jordan doesn't actually know. Like Jordan doesn't even talk to you. No, he, he writes <laughs> his own press release <laughs> with a Jumpman logo at the bottom of it. <laughs> and then Hubert calls him and was like, No, we would have taken it. I don't, I don't know. He's like, We kind of would have taken it. He's like, No, we wouldn't have. No. Hubert. no. no. Run, nowhere, it. Run the nowhere. press release. Do you want to be represented by Under Armour, Hubert? That's what he was said. Yeah. Um, I had uh, I had two things other, other than Bronny. Number one was GG Jackson to South Carolina. Yeah. Is done. But we already knew that, right? Yeah. It was kind of just the no thing. I saw, I, I, I've, been, I've been hearing rumblings, Tate. And maybe you're uh, more, and you should be certainly. It's this is more your domain. But I've been hearing rumblings that South Carolina is having some conversations with MJ, as in the Jordan brand, as in turning their back on Under Armour. The SEC. What do you think? I mean, it's a very if you're an Under Armour school, you're trying to get out of that deal. You know, we see that a lot with these Under yes. Armour schools, unless you're, you know, Maryland. Obviously. Follow the UCLA game plan. Go force, from Under Armour. Force majeure your way out of yes. Under Armour. Say Armor. that you lied to me. Say that I'm the victim. Yes. Um, like Kansas did in the Adidas deal. Yes. Get out of your I made $100 million dollars from you, and I'm the victim. And I'm the victim. Yes. Thank you for the check, yeah. <laughs> but you, I don't work for you anymore. Now that I don't see any value in you, I don't want to play with you anymore. It's like Andy with <laughs> yeah. Woody. I don't want to play with you anymore. Um, I think it would be a good move for Jordan Brand. And I also think that, like, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina – Let's just make it a rivalry again. After this whole Gigi Jackson thing, I think Carolina fans... Are they playing? Are you guys playing? No, South we're Carolina? not, but I think we you should. should. You I should. I think we should. Yeah. I think this is the year, maybe late December, you play South Carolina. You play well, Gigi Jackson. G- G- you schedule the game. Gigi Jackson's this year, right? Yeah, He's going to be a freshman this yeah. year. 
So you take the number one team in the country and you say, we'll play you okay. anywhere. Maybe we'll play a neutral site game in Charlotte. You, you, you're 100% playing Gigi Jackson the second round of the tournament. That's what I think. The 8-9 yeah. game. If or they, you're not going to play him. It's going to be 8-9 game with like... like and then uh, South Carolina. If South Carolina and makes South the Carolina tournament, loses. it's really yeah, on know, South Carolina. Make the tournament. South Carolina is going to be a 9 seed. The 8 seed is going to be like... Um, New Mexico State. Yeah. And, and, then, and everyone's going to be like, holy shit, Gigi Jackson, Jackson versus, versus North, Carolina. North, and then New Mexico State beats, beats them by 25. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Someone pulled this. Exactly. Out. Play this back when <laughs> this happens. Um, so there's Gigi Jackson. I saw he called himself a hometown hero in his Twitter post, which I was hashtag hometown hero. So um, I love hometown heroes. So yeah, I but, can't hate on it. But also, double yourself a hometown hero. Yeah, it's tough. That's tough. You gotta let the other hometown people, yeah. locals, call you a hometown hero. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think the I think the troops are the hometown heroes me for me, me and too. I think this is uh, in the fire. This is a st in the fireman. <laughs> Love the fire. Hero power. We should do a show. Where we do. That's some offseason content. Hero power rankings. You put the troops. Yeah. Like just to, just to put the uh, the graphic out there and just like that, that's how you stir up controversy. Mm -hmm. you oh, put the, you put the troops at number four. <laughs> I think I think number one hero for me teachers. Teachers number Ooh. one number one hero. I have I have moms at number one. Ooh. The hardest job. I think mom's the number hardest two for job. me. Yeah, number two for me. <laughs> sorry, you sorry, mom. You put dads above moms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get that top five. Uh, out. So the Gigi Jackson stuff was uh, we saw it coming, but it's yeah. official now. It's officially official. It's good He's for a, South Carolina. I mean, it, it's good for and you know, at the end of the day, I hope that Gigi Jackson is a transcendent enough player to make them relevant to the right. conversation. Right. You know. The worst thing is that you have a Kentavious Caldwell Pope situation. We need I need to talk to all the recruiting people. And uh I think you should get um I, I was thinking about having this system with my my group of friends, which uh I, I might do a soft launch with you and Jim on mm. this idea that you get three shows or three like three things you're interested in that you tell me that I have to check out. You get mm. three things that irritate. That like you, you if, if you say to me, I have you seen the show The Bear? And I'm like, No, I've never heard of it. You're like, I have to check it out. And I'm like, All right, Tate, listen. This is going to be one of your three, though. Like, if you use this, that wouldn't be one of my three. You only but got, it's, it's all right. You know show. what I mean? You it's only show. get two more. Like, because yeah. I'm not going to watch every show that you're trying to shove in my face. Mm -hmm. But if you if you tell me this is worthy of one of your three, the old man. That's yeah. All right. Have, well, then lock the it in. Like, that's worth one of your three. I need that from <laughs> recruiting services. Okay. We're like, we have so many five stars, so many number one guys. <laughs> I need like guys to step up, and I want to tell them you get three people each year where you say this guy is transcendent. This, if this guy does not make the NCAA tournament, mm -hmm. like you could put him on the worst team in the country and they're going to make the NCAA tournament. Um, I'm going to use one of my three picks on Gigi Jackson, say. And then yeah. I'm like, okay, now you have my attention. Mm -hmm. But when you say he's a five-star, when you say, like, should he be a number one, it all gets lost in the sauce. And I'm just like, I, you know, let, wake me up in January and let me see where South Carolina's at then. Yeah, and I've had a lot of people say that their knock on Gigi is that he's not great in the half court. And whenever I hear someone say someone's not great in the half court, that makes me think that they're not developed. That means they're not good at basketball. Yeah, exactly. Means. I know. Uh, but I try to give the benefit of the doubt. But that's honestly the worst thing as a Carolina fan. When someone told me he's not great in the half court, I was like, well, he should definitely what not come great, to Carolina. What a great criticism. He's not great in the half court. That's, 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 that was the knock on me. I was not great in the full quarter of the half court. Yeah. I, I mean, we all know what that means. It's like, okay, so he can't play Have you ever heard basketball. anybody say he's not great in the full court, but he is great in the half court? That's like Peyton Pritchard, I guess. Colin Gillespie. <laughs> Colin, Colin Gillespie is amazing in the half court. Not so great in the full court. We don't want to get an up and down <laughs> game with Colin. <laughs> not great in the half court. 
That's basketball. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> that was that was a scouting report I was given on him. So immediately oh, I was like, if Roy Williams was the coach, people just start, you know, would be killing him if Gigi Jackson went to Carolina. Then he struggled in the half court, and people were like, Carolina but if, if doesn't was, develop wings. You know what well, I mean? Well, if he came to Carolina, he could run the secondary break and, and yeah, you know, in the full in, court. In the full court. Now we're playing in the full court, Gigi. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not anymore. What about the three-quarter court? <laughs> uh, so the, the, there was that. And then the other thing I, I, was, I wrote down from Peach Jam was it was brought to my attention. Cooper Flagg, a guy we talked about last week. 2025. Um, went up against Carlos. 15 years old. Carlos Boozer's kid. Who's also, who's also top three player. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was a showdown of two number one ranked recruits in mm -hmm. the class of 2025. Is that, is that true? 15-year-olds, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We know God. too much about 15-year-olds. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Cooper Flagg, I... I assume this is true. I don't know. I, 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 I Googled it and hit enter and, and then looked it up. You can fact check this if you want. Um, Cooper Flagg was down 17 to nothing to start this game against Carlos Boozer's kid and lost by 43 points. I believe that's true. Cooper Flagg got Cooper embarrassed. Cooper Flagg lost by 43 points to Carlos Boozer's kid. Jim, look this up. Can you look this up or is that too much? Is that too hard to figure out? Hmm. You don't have to. Too much. That's, that's all right. That's fine. Forty-three points. I'm pretty sure. He so lost Cooper Flag is done. I. That's what I'm thinking, dude. That's what I'm thinking. This is gonna like fast forward three years from now when we're talking about Cooper Flag because uh, he's committed to Duke and he's coming into. We're doing our preseason show heading into that season. I am definitely going to bring up that he lost by forty-three points in an AU game, and not, not just an <laughs> AU game, like the AU game, the big showdown, the Peach Jam showdown. Two fifteen-year-olds going at it. All the the NBA scouts are there. Yeah, I'm I am uh, taking all of my stock that I had in Cooper Flag, and I want to uh, on this podcast right now. Everyone to hear this. I am taking all of it, and I am moving it to TJ Power. It ooh, is all that's in, a great. It name. is all in TJ Power. That is who I want to go to North Carolina. That is where all my all my eggs are in one basket right now. Okay, Power. I got it right here. Jeff Borzello, who who's blue check mark. He yeah, knows what he's shout out to Borzello. He's, he's ESPN, right? Yeah, he's an ESPN guy. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Boozer won this matchup. Nitritis, Nitritis, I guess, might be their their Cameron Boozer's team name. Okay. Over Maine United by forty three points. Boozer just physically overwhelmed Cooper Flag. Finished through him in the post. Ran the floor. Owned the glass. John Shire, Jawan Howard, Penny Hardaway, Kenny Payne, John Calipari among those here. How does John Shire get first billing in that? By the way. <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're listing all the coaches that you were there. Told John me, Shires you first? told me that we're going to do pecking orders. Well, how is this guy not at the bottom of that list of guys? John Calipari got like the and John Calipari treatment there, at least. Juwan Howard's second, by the way. Like, how how is there's one man that won a national title in this whole rundown? He's like he's he's listed fifth. Penny Hardaway should be first there. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Kenny Payne. I mean, like. All right, whatever. But point is, uh, it, yeah, there you go. So if you're if if that's in fact incorrect, blame it on Jeff Porcello because it says right here that that Cooper Flag lost by forty three in a. Uh, I will say Cooper Flag playing on Main United or whatever is really tough. Um, Cameron Boozer outscored Cooper uh, twenty points to thirteen, and he had twelve boards. Cooper Flag had seven, but the other Boozer kid, uh, Flag outscored and had more boards then. So. Is the other boot are they twins? Yeah, they're twins. They're twins. Mm -hmm. But there's one Kayden. that's much better than the other. Yeah, yeah Caden had that. ten points and five boards. I Cooper love that. Flag had thirteen and seven. 
Still 13 I, and 7. That's I am. Great. If there's a panic button in front of me, Cooper flag panic button. You're waving the red flag? I'm, I pressed it and I dumped all <laughs> of it. White... Everything is in TJ power now. The white flag? Is yes, that a, yes. Is that... <laughs> yes. That should be his nickname. That's his nickname. Yeah. People are like, you want to see the white flag? You know that's a win. <laughs> <laughs> TJ Power. Man United was waving the white flag. I mean, playing on Maine's <laughs> team has to be tough too, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, yeah. What's his if team? If it's a rowing competition or something, he's going to kill the Blueser Brothers, I tell you that. Yeah, equestrian yeah. competition. Fly fishing. Yeah. <laughs> Cricket. Sailing. Yeah, any of those. <laughs> Not basketball. Fever- Skiing, Maine. <laughs> Here for the big showdown between two 15-year-olds. What a what an insane world we live in. Yeah. I, I mean I it, say out loud as I'm could not be more excited for the Little League World Series to be back this year. I'm also <laughs> I also enjoy watching uh all the coaches that are there uh during Peach Jam. Just like the little snapshots you see. Like I saw Chris Holtman there, saw Mike Bray there, mm-hmm. um, Greg Gard. You know what I mean? You just kind of like look in the crowd and you're like, oh wow, our guys, they're out there. It's a who's who. Yeah, they're on the road. They're on the road. Should we what what would it take for you to go to Peach Jam? Uh, uh, to to cover it, to cover it seriously, like in the mm. way that I mean, I think there's a world where I go like it's a NBA summer league, and we're like there, we're boots on the ground, and we're just kind of like jokingly yeah. telling stories, but like we're actually not paying any attention to anything going on. Yeah, we're just kind of fucking around and trying to. Go I play think top layup, golf. layup lines would really hurt me. I, I think I would watch layup lines of these kids. Yeah, and then I would form opinions, and that would, that would really hurt. You know the actual coverage of the games, right? Because I, yeah. I'm watching Cooper Flag do 360 dunks in the layup line, and I'm like, okay, he's athletic enough. You're you're <laughs> saying you're not the body language doctor, but you did study under him. Yes, and, 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 and I know I know layup lines. I look at a layup line, and I I know who's who's who there. <laughs> uh, those are my big peach jam notes, though. Cooper Flag got destroyed by uh, what's it, what's the good one's name? Jim Cameron Boozer. Mm-hmm. Cameron's Kaden's good. the other one. Caden is the other one. By the way, I just looked I will, up. Best, I want both to go to Duke. I looked up best basketball players from Maine ever. Yeah. Uh, let me guess. I don't have anybody, actually. No one's coming to mind. No one's I, coming I, Number I, two is someone named Jeff Turner. Okay. <laughs> Jeff Turner played at. Uh, you, know, you know who's number one? I think I please, know. Please. Please hit us. Some guy named Duncan Robinson. He's from Maine? He's number one. Mm-hmm. The greatest player ever out of Maine. I didn't know he was from Maine. York, Maine. How do we not know? I thought he was from New Hampshire. That. Yeah, I think I get him confused. But I think Maine at is the end in of the New day, like, that's a good thing to hang your hat on. If you're Duncan, we should tell him to put that like on his website. Best basketball player ever from Maine. Is that something to brag about? He's the wait, Maine. Wait, wait. Is this true? Duncan's from Maine? <laughs> I mean, Duncan, that's a pretty, that's like a good thing. No, to he have. went to high school in New Hampshire, but he was born in Maine. Yeah. So there you go. That's uh, so he's New Hampshire. Uh, yeah, he's New Hampshire. How, yeah, how do you decide where you're from? It's where you're raised. Where, in my opinion. What what like what what does that mean though? It's like you can be born in a place, but if you lived and grew up and were raised in a place, I think that means more than where you were like technically. But like, born. what if you're? What if it was like? Because I there's a there's a like I moved town. I moved to town over when I uh, mm-hmm. moved to Brownsburg. I was in sixth grade, so you can make an argument I was like raised in the other town. I mean, I'm still from Hendricks County, Indiana, but like, you know yeah, what I, I mean? It starts just, to get a little dicey. With, you stick with the county at that point. Yeah, just say you, the you county. Just, you just like, you grow your your. Uh, your yeah, I don't, your know. Space. I don't know. I don't know what the cutoff is there. We'll have, to, we'll have to have Duncan on and ask him like where all of his landmark things happened in life. Like, when did you grow your pubes? Well, there's... there's <laughs> How, uh, what, what state were you in when that happened, Duncan? There's a... Uh, right, Who's the best player just, in New Hampshire? He's, he's the only NBA player to be born in Maine. 
was Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson is the only mm-hmm. NBA player to be born in Maine. That's about what that? this says. All right. Well, there you go. Cooper Flag. It also we- says Sam Cassell went through Maine and Katina Mobley, but then I looked that up and it says Rhode Island. So I don't know. Oh, they're all yeah. like the same. Yeah, they're all there. the same. <laughs> it's all the same. Best basketball players from uh, New Hampshire, Will Barton. That's a good one. Yeah. Is is Duncan better than Will Barton? Yeah, but think about what Cooper Flagg was dealing with on his team. I know. After all of this, I mean, he's playing the Boozer kids and everything. This is great off-season content is we do uh, best. We we take the 50, the guys who are the best players from their states. Like, like, for example, like Larry Bird from Indiana, Michael Jordan from New York. Um, (laughs) Take take guys like that Mm -hmm. and then figure out who has the best players for me, we rank them. We start at like it's you know New York. fifty. We, we have Michael go, Jordan. Michael New York would be number one. Michael Jordan and yeah, Kareem definitely. both. Christian Leitner. Christian Leitner is from New York. Yeah. Was Coach K born in New York? Oh God. <laughs> God Sham God. Is that what you're talking about? Because he's Car- also from New York. Who would North Carolina's best player be? Because Vince Carter's from Florida too. Right. So he's not even a real no. guy. I don't. I don't. Sean May is from Indiana, so that doesn't count. Eric Montrez is from Indiana. Um. I don't even know anybody. I don't Does think Carolina anyone's from North cruise? Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cedric Maxwell, Finals MVP for all the kids at home. All the people that don't know any plumbers. <laughs> Gastonia, North Carolina. Big Game James, the biggest star in Los Angeles. Mm. North Carolina, Jack? Gastonia. Biggest star in Los Angeles. Yeah. A big Game James, anywhere you go. Kobe was drafted by the Hornets. So yeah. that's kind of... Wanted to play in North Carolina. Yeah, or, Duke. Want, or Duke, which is in North Carolina. <laughs> you, decide. you decide. Whichever one... So that kind of counts. <laughs> yeah, we'll count that one. Uh, should we take a break and come back and uh, figure out what else what, is on the docket? What, what else is on the docket? Because I, I want to, I do want to get into some new media, old media stuff with you. Because I, I have Please. no idea what the hell any of this means. Yeah. Quick break to talk about our friends at IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why you should be using IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, your tablets, your phones, even your TV streaming devices. Whether you're at home or in public, don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off. That's that's pretty insane. Uh, their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee, that's like getting nine months for free. That's an incredible, incredible. Mm. That's the only thing I can. That's the only word that comes to mind when I'm reading that. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com/titus. Use promo code Titus and claim 70% savings. That's I P V A N I. SH.com slash Titus, promo code Titus, 70%. Nine, that's like nine free months. Go do it. IPVanish.com slash Titus. And we're also brought to you by our friends at Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums, and worse, how their rewards flat out expire. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Now that we've talked about that, let's get back to Titus and Tate. You know the stuff we're here to talk about. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Geico asks, 
How would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. After all, who doesn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all things in your life, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condos, or renters coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use GEICO mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and choosing to switch to GEICO becomes an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save today. All right, let's do a little new media, old media talk because uh, I have no idea what the hell this is still. I mean, we touched on it a little bit uh, during the NBA playoffs and the finals <laughs> when Draymond was popping off about new media. and, and it's, it's bas- New media is basically just JJ and Draymond, right? Yes, like, in, are their, there in, their other, mind, in their mind. Are there any other guys that are like adopting the new media? Like Jesus and Mero. <laughs> They're also new media. Um, Anna no, Kendrick one, one is old, new media. One was old media. One Who was, else is? Uh, Jesus was new media. Mero oh, was right. old media. Mero, that's on our they, side. He's a That's why they got in a fight. That's why they broke up. Yes, yes. Was... They were arguing what side they should be on of the picket fence. Um, yeah, I I think those are the only people though. What's the Anna Kendrick thing? I just I know she's friends with all them, so she's oh, okay. got to be new media. Right. If you're friends with Tommy Alter, you're new media. Right. So are we new media? That's the question. Tommy wants us. Or does he? <laughs> Probably no, not. I'm left more confused. Uh, so, <laughs> Jerry, what do you do? You think this will ever end? As as I guess my first question is like it, as as I lie as I uh, settle in and and look at the horizon and and yeah. calculate how much life I have left on this planet and how many years I have left uh, in the takes business, uh, the basketball takes business. I'm, I'm wondering aloud, Tate. Will there ever be a time where uh, a dude with gray hair? Isn't like asked by somebody. Did you hear what this guy said about your air? And he's like, "Huh? What did he say?" He's like he said, "Y'all suck." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, you bring him in. You bring him here right now, and I'll kick his ass." And then us talking heads then take that and talk about it for yeah the next week. Yeah. Will there ever be a time where that's not the case? Because I I don't think there will. I think this is what we're destined forever. I think this is and yeah. this is how basketball works. I don't know what it is about basketball that makes it different from every other sport why basketball is the only one that deals with this uh baseball i don't really think like baseball there seems to be an appreciation for everybody yeah i don't know right i don't like, know i don't know what happened in basketball but it did it did seem like there used to be a passing of the baton you know that used to be kind of understood but somewhere along the line the baton never got passed and then every single other person from the past started arguing about their present right. and, and what they did in their time. And then we just got in a... And then with NBA TV and the Players Lounge, right? It just started creating... And Charles Barkley and TNT, <laughs> it's like... You started just creating this conversation, which is basically like, these current guys don't get it. We get it. But there was no sharing of what we get. You know, the, now no- that I think the about knowledge it, wasn't shared. Now that I think about it, baseball is the opposite. Like baseball, there's a reverence for every old guy. I yeah. mean, like, do you don't hear you don't hear these baseball dudes talking shit about Babe Ruth being No, could you imagine terrible. right now? Aaron Judge is on he's on pace to break Roger Maris's record of sixty one home runs right now. Which I, I don't know why no one's talking about that. It's pretty amazing to me. But Aaron Judge is not going into press conferences like Roger Maris sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and Babe yeah. Ruth sucks. And Mickey Mantle sucks. And like, much- I'm so much better than them. Look how much the game has evolved. Look how much more talented and athletic and great I am compared to bum ass Roger right, Maris. Right, right. Like, that's not Mo- what he Mookie does. Betts is like Jackie Robinson, <laughs> bum. Yeah. Bum. Yeah, played against plumbers. Yeah, yeah played against plumbers. <laughs> 
put me. <laughs> if I was the only black dude playing against a yeah. bunch of white dudes, I'd smoke them too. Like, yeah. th- th- like that's this, this that's is what equi- happens in that, basketball. That's the equivalent of like what's going on in yes. basketball. Yes. And so in that regard, like on the one hand, I guess the part of me that wants to say, like, I guess I sort of agree that that as time goes by, the athletes get better, whatever. So like whatever argument you're trying to make there, cool. Yeah. But why are we having this argument again, JJ and Draymond, who's not comparing eras, but if we were to compare eras, <laughs> yeah. here's where I stand with where the eras. Uh, if we were to compare eras, my teams that I've been on would kick everyone else's ass. Yeah. But I don't, but, but for me personally, I don't compare eras. And also... Uh, the reason my teams are so good, I'm like the fifth best player on my teams that win these championships, but also I don't compare errors. Look, if you don't understand Twitter, you do understand context. And this is back-to-back tweets that Draymond Green put out. And this is like the perfect example of what we're talking about. Draymond said, question, ellipses, when they be comparing errors, are they talking? Are they taking into consideration the drastic differences in style of play? Regardless of the answer, it's very dumb to compare one era to the next era. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Great point. Great point. Draymond. Great tweet. Great, great point. The next tweet. I'm watching the 98 Bulls versus Utah in the finals. Can't help but notice our 2017 team would have beaten these Bulls by a dub and these Jazz by 40 if they're going to play these brands of basketball. And that's why it's dumb to compare. That's why we don't do it. <laughs> that's why we don't. That's why we don't do it. That's why we simply don't do it. After doing it, and I literally, <laughs> my brain was broken. I was in a puzzle. I was in a pretzel. He, and I didn't know what to do. I can't, I, I, I can't what do I say but, to this? Well, he I like how he worded it. I can't help but notice. Like it was like I, I, I have no choice but to notice. Yeah, I don't like, I'm trying not to notice. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> I got blinders on. I'm walking through my house yeah. trying not to Meanwhile, notice. Meanwhile, he Put on the '98 Bulls game against the Jazz. Like that's not not on TV. Was like, it's like you you saw this out. Like the way Greg Doyle worded the uh, Dan Dockage article, where he's like, "I didn't want to do this, yeah. but I had to." Yes. <laughs> My hands were tied. Uh, literally. Uh, no, I I uh, the 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 Draymond part of it, the Jerry Wet, like all all of this is stupid. And like obviously, we're just talking about it because it's July and yeah, it's that's, nothing that's else how going this works. On. But uh, I, I I'm just fascinated by it because it's like. The, what 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 led to this point in basketball that made this? I don't I don't think it happens in football either. I really don't like. I think yeah. like the old guys like they they don't care. I mean I don't maybe I don't pay enough attention, but I don't think Terry Bradshaw is like trying to tear down Tom Brady because yeah. it, like hurts his legacy or, or like, like Shannon whatever. Sharp for example. Like I don't ever see the, Shannon Sharp talking bad about tight ends today. But then the flip side, like yeah. there's not like the guys that are playing in the NFL aren't also talking about how Jim Brown was a bomb. And like, yeah, if uh, you know, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. Basketball is the only sport that this happens, and it, it drives me crazy because I yeah. don't know how we got here. Is and, it just that like we we need off season content in basketball in, in a way that the other sports don't? I guess like, I, I think don't know. it's also like basketball was in a really bad spot, right? You know, like the league was in a really bad spot. There was even two leagues at one point. They come together, they have to because there's not that much money. Then basketball becomes popular shoots to the moon magic bird we know the story michael jordan all these guys and then now basketball continues on that same lineage they reap all the rewards of these guys who came into a league that was terrible but right. then was made popular but then the players that made it popular never really got the you know monetary benefits of their popularity for the most part then the guys who quote unquote didn't make it popular that are making it less popular are making all this money and they're saying deal with it. Right. And they're also mad because they're like, these guys 
who should have given us game and taught us how to do this didn't because they're mad and jealous of us. Right. So it's like a, it's like a. You're just jealous that we make more money than you, and it's like you're damn right I'm jealous. Yeah. Spencer Haywood's like I am shit. jealous. Yes. I built the shit. They didn't want me to play in the league. Yeah. And like you're talking shit to me. <laughs> yeah. Like and you get that side too, and you get the current players' side because they're like, why are all these guys mad at me? Why are you mad, bro? Yeah. You know? And then it comes new media versus old media when really it's just like. A, a conversation that has to be had at some point where we're all like, we love this game. The game is what really brings us all together. That's why the 75th anniversary I thought could have been something like that, you know, but for whatever reason, it, instead, everything is insular and everyone has their own conversation. It all comes back to Michael Beasley. He has to be basketball Jesus that yes. steps up and, and brings everyone together and has I a pickup game, a one-on-one yeah. -on -one pickup one -on -one game. Pick game. Yeah. Jerry West versus JJ Reddick. Yeah. JJ Reddick. No, no, no. Here's what it is. We we find a plumber the yes. out, out there like a guy who's literally a plumber right now um, that can hoop mm -hmm. and he plays JJ Redick one on one yes on television on live, TNT live the, on the TNT. match yeah the match the match <laughs> it's the match it's a great idea it's a great idea. I would watch that a hundred percent and Jerry West is refing it. Yeah. So Jerry West Jerry is like, West didn't is see anything. <laughs> didn't see anything. JJ's getting elbows. Pulls out the, the lead back. pipe. The plumber with the pipe. <laughs> Hits him in the leg. Tanya Harden, bitch. <laughs> Old school versus new school. You know what I mean? It's it's just going to be a fair, tough, hard-fought game out there. And we'll watch. We'll all watch. <laughs> I don't know what Draymond's endgame is, though. To, to answer the original question, what I, is the endgame here? I don't know what the endgame is. I think uh, it 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 goes back to uh, something we were talking about when we were, when we were first hitting on this during the playoffs. <laughs> Uh, with, with JJ and Draymond, like they're a breath of fresh air, and they they had like JJ out of the gate had a hundred percent approval rating. rating, yeah, and and, and uh, it was such a breath of fresh air. That this whole business industry, it's just all about takes, and some of these some of these guys just be going on TV and they'll just say whatever. And and thank God JJ Redick, poof, not he, letting he, that slide. He doesn't let that slide. He'll come in with facts. Mm -hmm. He'll destroy him with facts and logic tape. Some yeah. of these some of these cats are on TV just talking with feelings, but not JJ. He's got facts. He's got logic. Mm -hmm. That was the idea behind JJ Reddick. Uh, but but you and I were both like, you better be careful. Yes. Yeah. Cause because those facts and logic can get emotional real quick. Yes. And because everybody else has also got facts and logic. And if you're going to Reddit <laughs> to get if you're going to the NBA Reddit to get your talking points, <laughs> those 14 year olds are fickle. Man. And they'll and, flip flop like what and, they love and yeah. don't love. And, and, they'll, and change, all stuff. they'll change. They'll change. Yeah. They'll they'll change their views. So if you're Googling NBA Reddit enter before you're going on TV and saying, like, what are the kids saying? Let mm -hmm. me say that on television. So yeah. I get upvotes. If you uh, don't think Tyrese Halliburton's a top 25 yeah, guard, you don't watch the game. You just simply don't understand the game <laughs> and in fact i don't think you should ever be able to talk about the game. meanwhile the kings are like yeah, we don't yeah, care get don't this guy care. off my team um we were, we said there's there's gonna be a point where you you you, you say the wrong thing at the wrong time to the yeah. wrong person and maybe uh maybe it's happened with the plumbers i don't know because jerry west seems fired up about it and uh jerry west has more cachet in the nba i would say than jj Ray. and jerry west killed him the right way like when there's someone that's speaking you know right to, like most people say that they stood on the shoulders of giants when they talk about any profession that they're in. Like, that's what I would say about our profession. We're standing on the shoulders of giants. I, I, you can say, I wouldn't say it. I would say that I, I created all of this. This is, <laughs> this is me. I, I'm the greatest. And uh, Yes, but th no. that is the argument that we're dealing with. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like people that don't even have that, that appreciation <laughs> for the giants that built where we are today. And for Jerry West to even have to address that is insane to him, probably. Yeah. He's like, you're asking me about what J.J. Redick thinks? I forgot J.J. Redick played in the NBA. You know, in Jerry West's <laughs> mind. So the fact that he had to address that 
But the way that he did it, I think, was so proper where he was like, look, I know he's a smart guy. But let's just be honest. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that average 12 points a game in this league. And I don't give a damn what they think. <laughs> so why do I give a damn what he thinks? And that which, is the right approach if you are a giant, which Jerry West think, is a giant. I do think uh, as more time goes by, we are going to trend more and more towards uh, your own. Like if you, if you average more points at a higher level, you win the argument. <laughs> I agree. And I think that's how it should be. And I say I this is a guy that averaged, what did I average? Well, this, this was the Skip Bayless what thing, right? Who who went on there? Someone went on with Skip Bayless. It might have been like Ocho Cinco way back in the day. and was like, you averaged 2.6 points per game in high school. I averaged 0. 0.3 at Ohio State, but they were allowed 0. 0.3, to be yeah, fair. Yeah. They were very loud, 0. 0.3. And but, if you but, look but, at but, it the right way, it might be 3.0. Dude, you look at my per 40, though, I was averaging 7.5 points per game per 40. 4.2 fouls. So I was getting my money's worth out there too. I no, was playing a physical brand of basketball. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think the put yourself out there. The kids these days that Don't are coming that. up these days, they wouldn't be able to handle my physical brand of basketball where mm -hmm. I was averaging four fouls mm -hmm. for 40 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. I was getting after it. Different dude. game. Dude, in 2007, I averaged 4.4 .4 blocks per 40 minutes. Yeah. It's fucking insane, dude. That's it. What, did, is that Anthony Davis numbers? It's, <laughs> it's also smart. <laughs> If you're going to get in these conversations to not have played in the NBA and not have a points per game, you know, like if you're JJ Redick, it almost would be better if he was like Zach Lowe saying this. Right. Because then what is what is Jerry West going to say? He's just some nerd, you know? Yeah. But still, at that point, you're like, well, the nerd might be right. But when he says you, you average 12 points a game in the same league that I played in and I'm the logo, you're like, all right, you win. You ready for this? Zion Williamson per 40 minutes at Duke. This freshman year. Fresh, this is freshman year to freshman year. This is mm -hmm. this is a. Direct comparison. Yeah. My freshman year at Ohio State, Zion Williamson freshman year at uh, Duke. Um, he averaged per 40. Where is it? I just had it. Uh, per 40, 2.4 blocks per game. Mm -hmm. I averaged 4.4. Print that. Print that. <laughs> where, where are we printing it? Put I don't it, know, but print uh, it. Put it, put it, put it, out put it on your website. Put it out there. Per 40, I averaged 11.1 .1 points per game. Oh, my God, dude. 2.2 steals? Okay, See, anyway. this is how advanced that started. <laughs> this is how it started. It was the guy that was not playing. It was like, so but, basically, but if I, you if you put me out there during this amount of time, here's what. What I'm think. saying is, I should be allowed to talk about basketball at a level that Zion Williamson should not be able to. You know, like if yes. Zion and I got into a discussion about defense, I should. You like Zion? My thoughts, Zion, take, sit this one out. Yeah, yeah take a seat, Zion. Let let, let the pro talk. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Davis averaged like 5.8 per 40. By the way, that's pretty I was, ridiculous. I was excited about. Uh, per 40 minutes, 5.8 blocks per 40, but he only, only 1.7 steals. So like, you know, what's more important blocking shots or stealing? Mm. I don't know. A different discussion for a different day. All right, we can move on. Uh, should we shout out, close out, get the hell out of here? Is there anything you have to <sighs> shout out? I mean, I think so. I, I'm just trying to think about where, where we land on old media versus new media. Where's and Nick Wright in all this? Where, where does Nick Wright putting out his, uh, top 50 players and having MJ at three and then um, you know, just kind of dropping a bomb on everybody and then stepping back and saying, you know, I'm going to let you guys sort it out, but also here's how I see it. He, he, I think he's worked himself into a shoot. I really do. Is he here? Is he on the lot? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but I... Could what, someone in the back uh, uh, double check if Nick's on the lot and if he is, uh, get him up here because I'd love to talk to him about all that. Yeah, I think he obviously was trying to get attention, right? There's the only, you know, that, that's really yeah. the only you know, right. reason for this. But I also respect that at least, you know, he's going for it, right? You know, and he's going to have to fight. 
he's gonna have to fight through the mud you know he's gonna have a lot of people coming at his neck and let's be honest we all know what he's doing he's gonna put lebron number one well, that's Kareem, my problem that's he's what gonna I'm put Kareem about. number two and lebron number one and then he's gonna argue that lebron could average 16 points per game next year and break kareem's record he's number one in steals he's number one in this he's number you know and then you're like okay this guy seems but i feel up. like i feel like uh he's worked himself into a shoot because like the logic for having kareem above mj which i'll listen to if you're gonna do kareem above mj um you're wrong but like make your case and i'll listen to it because like yeah, sure. i don't want to disrespect kareem i don't want if you yeah. come to me and you're like i think kareem's the best player ever i don't want to cackle laughing because then that's disrespectful to yeah to uh kareem abdul-jabbar so uh, I'll listen to it, but the problem is, I think why he worked himself into shoot Tate is because I don't, I don't, whatever logic you're using to put Kareem above MJ has to then put Kareem above LeBron, right? I don't know. I'm, no, I'm just, I'm worried not, about not, our guy because I not, think, I think he, yeah. Well, the, the thing that I hope that happens, he also had Luka at 20 and uh, Jokic is not in his top 50, so there is that as well. That is the, the dumbest thing. Two, I, I the did not that's know one that. Two that, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> um, wow, that should throw the list away. Nick, but, where are you? <laughs> yeah, Nick, come on the show and argue it, but. I hope LeBron sees it. Oh, he's all. a New York guy, right? He's Who in is? New York. Nick. Yeah, he's got to be. He's you think? New, well, I guess because they're first. He's in New York. Yeah, they're yeah, first. He's on first. Yeah, first. Yeah. I was wondering, as I was talking about it, I was like, I wonder why I never watch a show and then I realized it happens like, like, I always like see 6 a.m. It's like 3 a.m. our yeah. time. Yeah. And it's also literally like they saw first take and they were like, how do we get another first in our title? First and two. <laughs> first and <laughs> first. <laughs> Two first. Dude. That's Danny Ainge's podcast. Yes. <laughs> Sam, the Sam Presti but podcast. You win the, two but first. you win the argument because you're like, they do have two firsts. Yeah. So it is the first show. Yeah. You know, <laughs> number two firsts one. and a player. What Sam Presti, Danny Ainge podcast. Uh, two firsts and a player to be named later. Yeah. That's a great name. And that's their, that's mm -hmm. the name of their podcast. conditional pick. Conditional pick. Yeah. Two firsts and cash consideration. <laughs> <laughs> two firsts and an expiring. <laughs> <laughs> and then people will act like they, they they get that they know what that's about. Uh, I yeah, yeah, I uh, I I don't know. Nick, Nick is a takesman, the like of uh, the, the the likes of which I I will never be. So I trust he knows what he's doing. But uh, I I I saw that and I was like, boy, this is you're but swimming you, in the deep end now. But you, you know what I mean? That, like you do that for a reason, right? What Shannon is doing is great because Shannon is like, hey, I have Skip who's just basically <laughs> slandering LeBron. I will be LeBron's shield, and I will right, fight. Right. I will fight fire with fire. I get it. And also, LeBron loves Shannon, you know? So, like, you get the boost of LeBron has your back also. He's feeding you information. Nick needs to have LeBron actually in his camp. It felt to That's me... That's the next yeah, step. Yeah, yeah, Like, you you need LeBron you need, to also yeah. be feeding you information. It felt to me like Nick, Nick's been playing water basketball, like pool basketball, mm -hmm. and he's killing it because he's yeah. playing in, like, three-foot water, and he's, like, dunking on his kids, and, you know, he's like, I'm I'm, am I'm I LeBron. Great, am I'm I the, him. Yeah, I'm, I'm him. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. What do you say? I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I'm him. That was the last yeah. quote. <laughs> and he just said it to nobody in particular. He yeah, was just like, like where is this Sir, coming this from? is a Wendy's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, uh, Nick was doing that. And then he, he, he watched some water polo on TV and he was like, I could do that. Like, yeah. I, would you just swim and throw the ball around? I do that all the time. And then he gets in the water and he's like, wait, we got to tread water this whole time. And you got guys like dunking me under it. Yeah, that's what that's what I think is happening here. That's yeah. what I'm worried about. And if he's touch the, the bottom, yeah, you're done. Yeah, yeah, he's not ready for that. I'm I'm, I'm worried about it. And he's worried. And what's worrying is that the NBA players, right? Like this is like the old heads that we're talking about. The old media, like they want Nick Wright to put LeBron number one, and then they're going to attack. He doesn't understand how this game yeah. works. Like the actual Illuminati of the basketball world, LeBron is not number one. So like, right, right, you put right. him number one. These people, I think. 
coming. Your name. I, well, that's what I'm learning about new media, old media is that new media is not a unified front. New media, they all hate each other. And yeah, they're, they're all, all they're jealous all, of each other. They're all jealous of yes. each other. And yeah. all using each other. Each other in the yes. back to passive aggressive. Yeah, yes. which is kind of true of old media, but at least old media will. <laughs> Old media will acknowledge that. New media is like, we're revolutionary. It's like, what, what makes you revolutionary? It's like, we rank players and eras. Yeah, and like, we all ooh. hate each other. It's like, like son, sit, that before. Son, sit down. I've been doing this for 60 years. Mad Dog's like, I take a seat. <laughs> uh, any other shout outs? Uh, I did want to shout out. I saw the movie Nope, uh, the new Jordan Peele movie really? on Friday. Yeah, went to go see that. And I think that I'm not saying it's a great movie by any means, but I okay. think it's worth going to see in theaters and you're going to have a fun time. Print that on the poster. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I saw an IMAX and it's like, it's, you know, when you're in a movie theater and, you know, the pandemic happened and you were like, I don't know if I'll ever get an experience again where people are reacting in a movie theater, going yeah. crazy, yelling, that whole, ex you get to have it with no, it's fun. Did, did you see Top Gun? Yeah. Uh, yes. 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 You but later, theater? but later. I oh, didn't okay. see an IMAX. You didn't see an IMAX. Okay. Yeah. Because that, that was what Top Gun was for me. It was like. A great IMAX this is, experience. This is, this is an insane experience, yeah. Just, movies are back. Just watching two... Shout out to movies. Two dudes with gray hair high-fiving each other in a yeah. movie. Yeah. That's, uh, I haven't seen that since <laughs> Miracle on Ice. Or Miracle is what it was called, right? Yeah. That movie. That was the best. I, I think that was the last time the gray hairs were high-fiving. Let me tell you. Kurt Russell and Miracle. <laughs> how did he not win an Oscar? Like, you go back and see what he did. Unbelievable. Uh, nope. Is, uh, I, is it, would, you, would you classify it as a horror or horror i would clap two syllables I would, or a uh, uh <laughs> or a uh, thriller i think what, it's more of a blockbuster i don't think it's either one of those wow i compare no more to like jaws or something like that okay now here's the follow-up would you say jaws is more of a horror <laughs> <laughs> it's not a horror movie it's it but i'm not gonna i enjoy it. get out i did not Jim watch earmuffs i did not i did not Jim. watch us um yeah it's better than us i don't know i w like when when jordan Poole peel said uh, uh jordan pool <laughs> freudian slip that'd be sick like, jordan Poole starts making movies jordan Poole shows up at the red carpet <laughs> he's at the no premiere and he just says i'm him it's like jordan, jordan what are you uh what are you doing here why are you you realize this is jordan peel he's the one that directed this movie and then jordan Poole just leans in the mic he's like i don't give a fuck what anybody says i'm him <laughs> everyone's like, like give this guy three movie picture deal god <laughs> Uh, when he when he when he became like a serious director, mm -hmm. um, when he when he did that pivot, I I was like, well, we'll see where this goes, and everyone seems to enjoy Get Out. I'll watch it, and then Us came out, and I was like, oh, when when you said you're a serious director, I was hoping you were gonna make like real movies and not horror movies. Yeah, because I'm not a horror movie guy. I think horror movies are stupid. I yeah, think they're all stupid. Even Get mm -hmm. Out was like pretty good, but I was like, this this, this genre is stupid. Yeah, this whole genre is stupid. Yeah. So I was thrillers. I can do horror. I'm just like. There's two outcomes. Either it's the dumbest movie ever and I'm not scared at all, or I'm like, wow, that was scary. This and is going to say, I'm like, what, what, why would you? You'll get this. So this... now I have a phobia the rest of my life. Now I have to like look behind the shower curtain before yeah. I sh like what? See, I like Hitchcock. So this is kind of like, I don't like Hitchcock. Yeah, not see, a fan. He's yeah, a plumber. See, He's a plumber yeah. of a movie maker. <laughs> he was making movies against plumbers. Okay. Yeah, him and Truffaut, plumbers. <laughs> uh, I think that this is like a if Steven Spielberg directed like Alfred Hitchcock movie, you know what I mean? Like that, that's how this it's like a blockbuster, but it's like trying to be a Hitchcockian, you know, I get you. I just but don't understand like Jaws, like the the everyone like exalts Jaws. It's, and it's a like, shark. This is the greatest summer. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I don't, uh, no, everyone exalts it as like this is the greatest summer movie ever. It changed cinema. It changed like the summer blockbuster. It's like what it did was it. 
It made every little kid shit their pants when they jump in a pool. Yeah. How is that good? How is that like what yeah, we want nah. as a society? Yeah, <laughs> nah. And then it also showed the power of a score, you know, like that song. It was like you hear yeah. the music, you're like, oh shit, shark. That's not a good thing. We don't, that's the, the but it also, it, it touched a human thing, which we're all scared of sharks. We are. We yeah. all are. Yeah. Every one of us. But but why, I guess like me as a consumer, knowing if I go into a horror movie, it's either going to be a terrible movie mm-hmm. and I'm going to say that was a complete waste of money or it's going to be great at what it does. And It'll now scare me. I'm going to be scared of clowns forever. Or yeah. I'm going to be scared of. Hey, George, you want to yeah. float? <laughs> yeah. Still terrifies me. Still no, terrifies me. No, not for me. But uh, <laughs> you, yeah. So you said it's it's, it's worth the Just, time. Then. You All know, right. if you want to go to the theater and you want to have um, fun, go check it out. Kiki Palmer, by the way, hilarious. I want to shout out uh, the uh, the U.S. track situation. Sydney McLaughlin was yeah. broke broke her own world record, right? Yeah. Um, on the four hundred meter hurdles, and then I saw the pole vault world record was also broken. So I don't know what the hell was going on at this track meet, but uh, and it was in Eugene, Oregon, Track Town, USA. This was the nationals, right? Yeah, was this yeah. Worlds, national, worlds. This is worlds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Is USA track back? Because we for sure are, are the sprinters back? I gotta pay more attention because I, well, I uh, the Jamaican women the Jamaican always kill us, but Usain Bolt's been retired for a while now. But the Jamaican was, women killed us this year, but the American men did great. So okay. the American men were doing well, the Jamaican women were doing well. Allison Felix, this was her swan song. She came back and got the the women to qualify for the four by four hundred. She was actually supposed to be done, but then they were like, Hey, Allison, we need you to do run one more race. She was like apparently having her cheat meal, and then she was like, Wait a second, I have to go back. So then she flew back, okay. qualified the team, and then Sydney McLaughlin came in and took her spot, and then they won. So Dude, the 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 nineties when uh, uh yeah, the, the I remember the Michael Johnson era of uh of track and field where uh the, the that was like the most electric shit ever the olympics the, yeah the, and you, the 100 it was always the 200 the, the four too. by 100 yeah and you see the shoes you're like oh. who's the canadian guy was it ben johnson sounds was right. that his name yeah i think so that uh i'll look i think it was ben johnson that was uh that, yeah did, was ben that the, was that the one that uh michael uh uh what's his name again what did i just call him michael what? johnson michael johnson. michael johnson and ben johnson Yes. Did they they race each other? <laughs> I don't know if they raced no, who's each the, other. Who, where's the one where Michael Johnson faked like he pulled his hamstring? Because that was devastating. That was like one of the saddest moments in American sports history where Michael Johnson did like the one-on-one deal. Michael Johnson pulled him. I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna figure this out. I hate when I don't prepare like I'm supposed to. I didn't know we were going to talk about that. That was 2000 track and fields that he pulls up. Michael Johnson. He pulled up. In Sydney. It's the Michael Johnson, Maurice Green, 2000s. Oh, Bailey. Bailey. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Pulls up. Donovan Bailey's the guy I'm thinking of, the Canadian sprinter. Apologies to anyone who is listening to this. Ben Johnson is also a Canadian Ben Johnson's sprinter. a Canadian yes. sprinter. Apologies to anyone listening who's like screaming at your car as you're listening to this or screaming. <laughs> yeah, you know the <laughs> but answer. I knew the answer. It, it took me forever to get there. Yeah, he, he raced against Donovan Bailey, I remember. And they did like a one-on-one deal in Toronto, it says here, in 1997 to find the world's fastest man. And, we need uh, more of that energy. And then know? Michael Johnson, per, he knew he was going to lose and he pretended to get hurt. and That was devastating. But anyway, I, I, I remember really being in a track and field back in the 90s and uh, Usain Bolt ruined everything. So I, I would love the idea of USA being back just as a uh, track I think they're and field back. country. So there you I go. think they're back. At least at the, wards, at the worlds are back. Uh, anything else? Shout out Tour de France. Yeah, it happened. Jim, did your guy win? How'd your guy do? Lance? <laughs> your guy. Wow. Name one other cyclist ever, Jim. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Am I, am I the only one that thinks that some of these Peloton instructors 
should be should be in the Tour de France and could get out there and win. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's crazy? The guy that won the Tour de France, it was his only second Tour de France ever. So like he did it one year, and then he did it the second time and he won it. And then everyone's like, "Is this guy a prodigy?" But then he's Danish, and the Danes have a lot of doping. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we the problem with cycling is the same problem we had with baseball in the two thousands, where it's like I get excited. Right, but then, but then the doping but even in. Aaron Judge, yeah, you're like, you're like Aaron Judge. I, I, I feel like he's the one guy. You're like, I don't know. He just already is that big. Yeah, I, I hear that. On the one hand, you should be excited that Aaron Judge might set a record and 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 introduce like get excited about home runs again in the post steroid era. Yeah. On the other hand, you look at Aaron Judge and he's six nine, like two eighty, <laughs> solid muscle. You're like, that's the guy that we're a hundred percent sure. And I'm not saying Aaron Judge is on roids, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just saying that dude is more jacked than any of these steroids <laughs> ever were. He's like if Derek Jeter, like they made like they were trying to make another Derek Jeter, you know what I mean? But yeah. they're like, just make him strong, just make though. him stronger. Just turn <laughs> like, the sliders all the way up, dude. Yeah. Just turn the sliders all the way up. Um, oh, that's it. Uh, I, a shout out to the sport of football and also football. <clears throat> uh, soccer's coming back. Premier League's coming back. Um, but uh, also like the Hall of Fame games, like. Right around the corner, isn't it? Yeah. Football's going to be here. I'm excited about football. This is the, I'm going to say this at the end of the show where no one can hear me and none of my friends are listening anymore because they, uh, they turned the show off. Uh, I, this is the most primed I've ever been to be convinced to get back into fantasy football. I think like, wow. I'm just like so excited for football to be back that, um, you're I like, played you're fantasy like, I football. could dabble. Yeah. I quit fantasy football when I took Maurice Jones Drew at the first pick and the whole room laughed at me. And I was like, is he not the guy anymore? Mm. They're like, no, you, you moron. I was like, wasn't Maurice Jones Drew like the best player? They're <laughs> yeah, like, they're like, that was last that year. Was like, <laughs> I was changed. like, fine, give me Frank Gordon. They're like, bah! <laughs> this guy's. I was like, you know what? I quit fantasy football. Um, so it's been a long road, Tate. And uh, mm. I, I, I have no interest in playing fantasy football. I'm just saying that like, I'm so excited for football. Yeah. That uh, if one of my friends caught me in a moment of weakness, I might agree to join a fantasy football league. That's where I'm at. That's like how excited I like I am. it. I I'm like giving it. you an idea of how excited I am for football. And we have the World Cup this fall. We have football and football. Dude, the World Cup, the the USA England game is going to be happening. I think we're in Maui, right? Isn't it like Friday, November 25th? Oh, it's the day after of uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So we'll yeah. be back from Maui on that day on November. 25th. And then the next day is Ohio State Michigan football game. Dude, oh my god! That that Friday. <laughs> let me just tell you what that Friday is like for me. USA obviously playing in the World Cup, gonna be crazy. North Carolina plays NC State in football the same day, <laughs> and North Carolina, if all things go according to plan with the PK Invitational, will be playing Villanova on the same day. So in one day, North Carolina will have oh those three God. games. And we're coming back from Maui. And I might be on a plane. The yeah, entire- from, from Maui, yeah. <laughs> I might just be on a plane not able to watch it. <laughs> you can't watch any of it. <laughs> That'd be good. Do, do, do a bunch of scheduled tweets that are like, "This is such a crazy day of sports." I don't want to see it. It doesn't say, yeah, it do, yeah. and it doesn't say it, it gives no context to anything. It just says, "Wow, yeah. terrible call." Yeah. All I know is that if that day ends with three losses, I, I don't show up for the weekend. I'm done. Yeah, Ohio, th- dude. That's that's some great podcast fodder. Is like we we sit down because Ohio State. My, I mean, we're both in the same boat there. Yeah. Ohio State is in the Maui Invitational. Mm-hmm. Um, so my week could be Wednesday, Ohio State's playing for the Maui Invitational Championship, which stop laughing, friends of the program. I, know, I, I can hear <laughs> all you laughing your, at that. Stop, stop it. Stop laughing. <laughs> um, Ohio State playing the Maui. Okay, fine. Playing for sixth place in Maui. Uh, then Thanksgiving's the next day. Then Friday's USA. 
England, and then Saturday's Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah. So we should do a podcast wow. on Sunday. We kind of should. We just break it all down. And if our t- like the t- we don't talk about any of our the losses our teams had. No, we only That's the it. wins. Yeah. yeah. So if there are no wins, we just talk about how we were. If cheated. If it's all losses, but USA, <laughs> yeah, we were cheated. <laughs> USA draws with England again. Yeah. We just talk about how great. Of a how game many that chances was. we yeah. had? <laughs> Dominated possession. What about shots on goal? Yeah. Do you see the shots on target? It's eleven to one. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, Jim, do you have any shout-outs? No. Okay. <laughs> nice. Jim's really excited for that weekend, too. We spent, <laughs> how long did our crew take setting up that microphone? The Two weeks ago, we were in studio, and Jim's microphone fell down while we were in the middle yes. of recording. Yeah. And I, out of the corner of my eye, I see everyone scrambling, putting the mic back up, yes. getting it all set up. So today, we didn't want to have a repeat of that. Uh, we had like eight different people look at this thing and and make sure the mic stand would be secure, that everything's Perfect. good. Perfect, yeah. All for us to ask Jim a question. He leans in and goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> All that hard work just for that. Yeah, bad question. <laughs> All right, no shout outs. Uh, we'll see you guys later this week. I've been reminding me tomorrow. For years. years. Oh, yeah. It's going it's on a move. Oh, yeah. Been here. No yeah. one's ever used that thing. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever updated. No one's ever <laughs> updated anything. And then the shit you complain about is like, yeah, if you just update it. <laughs> Why didn't Plus, they ever notify me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen this update. <laughs> That was me with Click, the, clicks out of update every time. And, and, and they bring up the update record. They're like, well, you pushed it to tomorrow <laughs> 700 times. So I think you saw it.